This is episode number 928 with New York Times bestselling author and the Shark Tank master, Damon John. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Benjamin Franklin said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Welcome to this episode. I'm super excited about this. We've got my man, Damon John on, who's got a lot of knowledge and he's learned a lot over his years of turning a $40 budget into FUBU, a $6 billion fashion game changer. And throughout his career, Damon has continued to be an entrepreneur in every sense of the word. He is not only a pioneer in the fashion industry, but a shark on the four-time Emmy Award-winning Shark Tank, a New York Times bestselling author, branding guru, and highly sought-after motivational speaker, and also one of the best in the world at telling dad jokes. He loves to tell dad jokes every time I see him, and uh, he's got some good ones on here today. So in this interview, we talk about Damon's new book and purpose behind sharing information about building wealth, the most profitable deals he's made on Shark Tank, the biggest lesson he's learned from other investors on Shark Tank. Damon also shares a story he never has before about his relationship with his father and his sisters. This was inspiring. That and so much more. Very excited. Make sure to share this out with your friends, lewishouse.com slash 928. Text a friend who might be entrepreneurial minded, who maybe has got a side hustle, a business, or who is thinking about starting something on their own, or they just want to get some more inspiration and they're a big fan of Shark Tank, make sure to text them this link, lewishouse.com slash 928. And I'm so excited about this one with my man, the one and only Damon John. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It's packed with benefits to help unlock more value from your business purchases. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and french fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work.
One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada, like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print. And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else. And yes, it is possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is all already included, but you don't take yada yada in life. So don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too, in person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Well, welcome back in one of the School of Greatness podcast. We've got my man, Damon John, in the Thank house. Thank you, brother. I think this is the third time you've been on. I, I think, think so. And, you know, you move. We move. We're blowing up, baby. We're, you know, we're, we're building it up. We're shifting the power. You are. You know, we are. Creating the power shift. Full, like a full staff when I came in here. Yeah, something I don't know like a, that. I don't know if those yeah. are props, but. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you Just never trying know. trying to impress me, yeah. you know. Um, I appreciate you, man. You've been, uh, it's been a journey for you. I saw you in Greece, I guess, a couple years ago. When I was getting married, you were you randomly there in Greece. Randomly there. I saw you, that you had posted something on Instagram. I was like, oh, I'm here. I wonder if you're the same place. And we yeah. were at the same, like, club or something. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. And um, you also have been through some stuff in the last couple of years. I have, I have. I've been through, yeah, all my life. I think all of us, right. everybody watching. You too, yeah, right? Of we course. Get, we get to see what uh, you know, what life has for us and yeah. doesn't have for us. But you went through uh, some some health stuff the last couple yeah. of years. I went and got an uh, executive physical, which a lot of people don't know what that is, you know, because usually we get physicals and I, I go to the doctor, he grabs okay, something on his hairy and tells me to Turn, cough. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that's it. Um, found I had a little nodule on my thyroid. I went to go and uh, get it removed. It was a one-hour surgery. Turned to three and a half hours of stage, re removing what I didn't know at the time was stage two cancer. The doctor knew what it was. It was the size of a golf ball, but thank God it was the slowest growing cancer, which is thyroid cancer. But if you don't treat it, it can go to your lymph nodes and then move to your brain. And when they sent the, that rock that was in my throat, when they sent it away to get tested, 
um, it was about two weeks until I would get the actual test. So I had to really negotiate with myself. And I, I, I went to, I'm not gonna call it a dark place, but uh, it's just reality is that I said to myself, am I prepared to die? And I said, you know, listen, I've lived, I lived, I lived the life of 10 men and women, right? My oldest girls are beautiful, they're old, older now, my 27 and 22 year old, they're, they're great contributors to society. My ex-wife raised them really well. My mother, let me be, let me be selfish, I don't wanna see her die, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe if I die before her by something that was not in my power, mm -hmm. I got a young daughter, she's three years old, guess what? She won't even remember me, you won't remember right. me. And then my, my wife, my current wife, is super hot. She's gonna have another man with no problem <laughs> right. after she gets over whatever it is. So I, I said, let me start, let me think about unraveling the businesses that I have, spending more time with my kids, and really accepting that whether two, five, or 10 years, I won't be on the rock no more, mm -hmm. right? But then the other negotiation was, no, no mother should bury her son. Um, my two oldest girls, I want to still be around to protect them, and maybe I'm going to have grandkids one day. My littlest baby, she needs to have the best father uh, who loves her the most that can be there for her. And my wife is super hot, right. and I get to go to sleep with a super <laughs> right. hot woman every night of my right, life. Right. And so, the, so one week out of the two weeks waiting for the diagnosis to come back had passed. But after I decided and I negotiated with myself, what's my why? Why am I doing this? Um, what am I willing to put into fight this thing, I forgot I even had it. I forgot that. Really? Yeah, when, in the one other week that I was coming, when they finally, and the doctor finally called me, and he told me that it was cancerous, but he said, let me come and check your lymph nodes and everything else. I had forgot that I even had cancer. I, I forgot that I was even waiting for the mm. call. How'd you forget it? I was so focused on resetting my goals and adjusting them. My goals have always been very aggressive. Resetting them, adjusting them, Telling the ones that I love how much I love them and understanding that, you know, they loved me and they needed me. And I just started looking at all the, the best things in my life, the, the people that I get to motivate, the, the fact that a little brown boy who's dyslexic from Queens with no money, no nothing, came up in the world. And, and hopefully I can empower the next little brown boy, little brown mm. girl, or anybody of any color, culture, or sexual yeah. preference to be not the next Damon John, be the next Steve Jobs, Warren Buffett, Oprah Winfrey, or uh, President Barack Obama. If I, can, if, I can, if I can do that, then maybe that's what my life was, uh, you know, mm. it, it, that's, what, that's what God put me on this earth for. So it was a power shift. It was a mental power shift that I had to do myself. And I've, I've always done that over the course of many years of my life, but I didn't realize that I was, there was a method to what I was doing. And so, when, um, when, I, when I met a couple of people, it happened in a very short period of time, and they were telling me, I can't get nowhere in life, or I don't have money, I have this and that. And I realized the only difference between me, them, or any of us is what we negotiate through life. Mm. Right? If we're not born in a silver spoon, and how many born with a silver spoon in mind? What, 5%? 2% yeah, of the world? Very few. 2% of the world. So the rest of us have gotten to a level of success or broken the cycle in our families or mm -hmm even just become a better person by purely negotiating with themselves and then with others. How do we negotiate with our mind to achieve something we've never achieved? Yeah, so the first thing to achieve is, why do you want to achieve it? Mm -hmm. Like, what is your outcome? Many right. of us walk into the room, even into the room we're talking to ourselves, 
And they're not honest about the outcome. What is the outcome? Are you, why are you going through the motion? Is it because society has told you that that's what it should be? Or is it that your parents always wanted that from you? Or is it that you have been uh, neglected in some way and you're trying to please a bunch of people that you can't stand? Or is it that you want to change the world? Is it that you know that you being healthier is going to be uh, able to be around in your family's life much longer or you're going to be able to uh, stop some social injustices? Like, yeah. what is your why, first right. of all? That's the first step. That's Figuring the, out why you want that thing. That's the first step. I, I always use this example, is, but people always say, well, I want to be a millionaire. Well, what are you going to do when you get a million dollars? What are you going to do with the money? Some people go, well, I'm just going to keep making money. Well, how are... Okay, you're going to be a millionaire. So if, if over 65% of the lotto winners are broke three years after winning lotto, same thing with athletes. And football players, yeah. And fo football players, three years out of the league. They didn't know their why. The football player knew his why or, you know, knew his why of, I want to get that ball or run that play. Mm -hmm. I want to become part of a championship team. Because I love it or because it makes me fulfilled or it's right. fun. Or I it's, love going to the gym. I love, yeah. I love, the, I love, I'm there for competition. You know competition, better than I do yeah. because obviously you are an athlete. But if, if you don't know your why for a million dollars, well, when you get the money, you're gonna buy a Bugatti? Mm -hmm. You're gonna buy 10 cars? And then what? Yeah, but, but then you just have the Bugatti, right? So yeah. now what else you need, right? You're gonna buy 10 cars. Are you going to move to Bali and live off $30,000 a year for 10 years, carve canoes, save the turtles, and invest in some stocks because stocks mm -hmm. are gonna average out 12% every year, and you're gonna turn the $600,000 into uh, whatever the case is, and then when right. you come back, like, what are you gonna Everyone. do? Yeah, yeah. yeah right, right. Are you gonna buy investment properties and keep doubling down? Many people go through life without their why, and so when they're working that nine to five that, that they're sick of, they're going home and complaining, and, and you know, I, I, I forgot what I was, I was watching a show where a girl was, she was like, she was now living in nature, but mm. she said, I lived in Ireland, and I was fighting every weekend mm. in clubs and bars, and I realized I was working, and I was so miserable, so that was my release. So I was working to fight, because I was so damn miserable with my life. And then she started to find causes that she liked. She stayed the job, but she would go home at night and put some time into causes that she liked, and she got able to get out of that circumstance and move to someplace else, and now she's doing what she loves. It's, but people right. don't know their why. Yeah. What's your why right now? You've been doing Shark Tank for, what, 11 years now? Is that what it is? 11, 11 years. years. Going on 12 years You've been now. investing in a billion businesses, yeah. helping entrepreneurs grow. You've got, you know, amazing yeah. kids. Yeah, so, so my why is, as I said before, first of all, uh, you know, it's to take care of my family and my, my wife and my, my youngest daughter, because my oldest daughter, daughters, when, uh, when, when they were born, I was poor, and all I knew was I gotta go out and make as much money as I can to give these to get these girls uh, in an area where they're more protected, really? where they can have a good education, and have a uh, medical and and things that in case something happens to them, and to break the cycle in my family of people who were just average people. My mother helped break that cycle by being one of the first to go to college, and me, I'm gonna break that cycle. Mm. Next, but then I said to myself, but the little girl, now that I have the resources available, it's more how much love can I give her? Because I never had experienced the wanting to come home purely for love. I, I was just so focused on trying to make money because if these, if I didn't, if I wasn't successful, then like most parents, I'll sleep in a refrigerator box on the street if I have to to make sure those girls had just right. one place to live. So that's one of my whys. Also, 
You know, I've been on a show for 11 years that uh, uh, has changed the way that people uh, have uh, underst understood or, or, or get to educate themselves on being entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs. I'm invested in various many companies. I'm these people's, uh, you know, uh, they allowed me to invest in their dreams, so who am I to give up? And also, I'm on the Petco board and the Petco Foundation, uh, you know, saving animals. I want to stop human trafficking. I, mm -hmm. I have much more to do. Mm -hmm. And if I have a public platform that I can come and sit with you or go on GMA and stuff like that, and I can help change people's perception of whatever the case is, sex, gender, religion, whatever the case is, to, to make them realize that if I can do it, they can do it, then, mm -hmm. then I'm, I'm doing my job, you know? Where do you think you'd be had you not had your, your two oldest daughters? Do you think you'd have been as hungry to go earn, make a, build a business, earn money, grow? Or do you think like, okay, well, I have, I've got enough money for me? I don't know, you know, I, I, have, I was worth many millions of dollars by the age of 30 years old. I was absolutely broke and poor and sleeping on the ground at 27. Um, at the ground of my house. How old, were, how old were you when you had your daughter, your first daughter? 20, 27, 26. Got you. Right? Wow. Um, and because of my daughters and my ex-wife, I think that they leveled me to some extent because you don't give a 30-year-old guy from the hood millions of dollars in the bank wow. at 30 years old because wow. I, I think I would have, I never tried cocaine or any of that stuff, but if I didn't have my girls, I probably would have been a huge supporter of cocaine because it looked like it was fun with the people having right. it. So I think that they governed me in a certain way. Mm. Um, and in a positive it, way. In a very positive way. And it yeah. made me also, it made me also want to live to leave my daughters a legacy. I wanted them to be proud of their father. Mm. So I refrained from doing and having a lot of the temptations that I've seen a lot of people fall yeah. fall short and, yeah. and and get caught up in and nothing wrong with that. We're, we're all human. Sure, sure. Yeah. So I've I've interviewed a lot of people, and there's one side of the spectrum where these successful entrepreneurs say, you know what, Lewis, the key to growing your business is going all in on one focus. Mm -hmm. That's the key, right? Yeah. That's what some say. Yeah. But there's others like yourself who've invested in every business in the world it seems like, yeah. and seen lots of them grow and been successful in that way. Do you feel like, um, is that just like your your creative nature where it's like you wanna invest, this is your part of your path right now where you wanna invest in lots of brands because you did so much in one thing for so long? No, I think, I think I, I'm more towards the person here. Um, so when I invest in brands and companies, um, I invest in them because they're, I'm allowing them to, they're allowing me to be part of their dream, but I'm also mm -hmm. learning from them, which really? is in return allowing me to go back to my special skill set and improve it. So I'll give you an so example. you're learning from the people you invest in a lot. I'm constantly learning every wow. single day. So in PowerShift, I, I, I highlighted my investment on Bomba Socks. Mm -hmm. Now these guys are the number one sock the number one investment in Shark Tank history. The only, the only the ring who did not get an investment went into right. really well. Did a billion dollar. It did a billion yeah. two sale. It's crazy, right? Yeah, and 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 good for and Jamie. You were there when. Yeah, I, I said no, and you know Jamie ended up becoming a guest shark one time, I saw and that, he yeah. said he said when he came in the tank he was asking too much money, mm. and but but I believe that because we tenderized him like that and he went out and raised money, I think we deserve five percent. But that's just I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it up to him. Yeah, exactly. But I think that that I, I sent him an email yeah. every other day saying yeah. hey, just five percent. All yeah. right, I'm I'm willing to go four and a quarter. But <laughs> but, uh, but but the socks. But the socks. It's the best investment you made. And it's the number one. 
It's the number one product in Shark Tank history. Really? In terms of how much it's grown? Or how much it's grown and how much it's grossed. Really? Now, I want to make sure that you want to, because I know you interview a lot of people. Yeah. So if you ever interview the underachievers that sit next to me in the tank, I want to make sure that you remind them. That you're the number one investor. I am King Kamehameha okay. on the tank. All right, just <laughs> okay. make sure it was clear. But um, let's give you that example. What was that deal? What was that deal and how big has it grown? Uh, they've done over $200 million. I think it's $280 million. Uh, more importantly, they're very, so their deal is a sock. And every time you buy a pair of socks, they give a pair away to the homeless because they have a big mm, challenge. That's cool. And we don't normally talk about the number. It's more important that we've given away 30 million pairs of socks, that's right? That's pretty cool. Thank you. That's Thank cool. you. And, and it's really, it's really, uh, you know, Dave and Randy's company, and they, they've done it all. Um, I, I, they've gotten very little to almost no advice from me because they're so great. Yeah. But I'm going to give you an example on the negotiation. They come into the tank. The only shark that doesn't want clothes is somebody who has 10 clothing companies and eight are dead. I... My, my, my reason for being on a tank besides investing in other people is to diversify my portfolio. So when I talk to a retailer, I go, well, I'm already mm. taking up real estate in the clothing area. I want real estate in the electronics mm. area. I want real estate in lotion, da, da, da. The last thing I want is socks. Also, I have, I don't know, 20,000 units of socks that I can't sell. <laughs> you know, when I, when I can't sell socks, I just send people over to people's houses. They steal one. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to buy a pair because you just think you lost it, right? <laughs> so I still can't sell it. Plus, if I do the deal, I'm the logo whore. You can't tell. If anybody in this room or in this building were wearing bomber socks, you couldn't tell. Uh -huh. So how do I get the advertising out of it? Mm. But they managed to make me understand that today's generation wants to give every time they purchase instead of at the end of the year. They want impact. They want impact. They And they don't want to buy from people who are just making money. They want to know what did you do for somebody else. So that's one thing I learned that I applied to all my businesses mm. because I, I, you couldn't do that before social media. You could, but... You can't get the it, word out it, that much. And then yeah. plus you'd have to advertise off of people's hardships, yeah. right? You wouldn't have self-generated content of people mm -hmm. saying thank you, right? So I learned that. I also learned that because the consumer purchased and it was part of a movement, they talk about it at the dinner table, at the water cooler, and that's your advertisers. You don't need the traditional form of advertising mm. because people want to brag when they're doing something well. Yeah. And then last but not least, they were showing me how to sell directly to my consumer and not being at the mercy of a retailer who still doesn't know what they're doing. Mm. So right. they shifted the power in the room to get me to do a deal. So you weren't interested. I wasn't interested. Everyone else was. Everyone, no, not all, not well, everybody else was interested, more. but I was the last shark to be interested because I'm too jaded by the right. fashion industry. Yeah. Lo and behold, I do the deal, and that's what a power shift is, being able to know your target, wow. know what's beneficial for that person, know where you're willing to draw the line, and know, you know, really know how to relate to that person yeah. and communicate with them. What is it that they said that shifted the power inside of your mind to say, okay, I gotta get into this? Well, they showed me that the technology on the socks were really good because they didn't have the toe, the seam in the toe, when me being a manufacturer, mm -hmm. I didn't know how they did that at first. It was a simple change, but, I used to get irritated and nice. toes when you're doing that. Um, they then, but more importantly, you, put, you have to put it on a certain way. Yeah, yeah, of course. More importantly, they showed me that the data they received from their consumer was able to give them the ability to keep selling their consumer. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big. Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block. 
Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Canva. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. So many teenagers waiting to be adopted from foster care feel like their lives are over. They've given up hope of having a permanent home and are terrified of aging out with no support system. Right now, more than 113,000 children are waiting to be adopted in the U.S. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is dedicated to finding them the right family before it's too late. Learn how you can help at DaveThomasFoundation.org slash learn more and keep talking directly to them, and that they mm. no longer were at the mercy of if a retailer makes the best decision or puts your socks out over here or advertises your socks or discounts them or anything else, right? So they mm. were showing me how to control the business. It's very much like content sending it out mm. and, and getting to know a dashboard of your consumer. And I learned so much from them. But it was, it was them understanding that, Damon, I'm going to take you out of the old way of you doing business right. and move you into the new way of doing business. And guess what? If it doesn't work out, we're going to do another business together and we'll, we're going to make some money and, or change the world and more That's than cool. likely have some fun. That's cool. Who has taught you the most in the last 11 years of this show? Has them. You, them? They have. I learn. I learn, I, you know, I joke about my fellowship, but I definitely learn from Is them. Is that just because they pay you the most every month? <laughs> you get a check every month? I, I see the business operating. I see, yeah. I, see them, I see them being laser focused. I see mm -hmm. a lot of things that they do. Uh, they have probably taught me the most. Yeah. Who was the, someone that you didn't invest in that taught you the most? Whether it be like a, a good lesson or a lesson you're like, okay, that's, not what, that's what not to do. Somebody that I didn't... Or maybe someone inspired you, but you didn't see a right fit for you, and they taught you something. Uh, they I, listen. I learned. I learned. I, I'm not saying to be warm and fuzzy. Uh -huh. I learned from every single one of these entrepreneurs how they operate the business or how they fail. Yeah. A lot of time when they fail, it re it it it, it confirms theories that I have. Um, because you know, whenever I fail, I look at a checklist of all the things, and I go, "Why didn't? Why did I do this? This is this mm. is this is not what I do. Yeah. Why? Why did I not take my own damn advice? Mm -hmm. You know." So um, I can't name just one of them. Sure, to tell you sure. the truth, you know. But you know, I I, I look at entrepreneurs like uh, Jeff Bezos and learn mm -hmm. and go. As big as you are, you are affecting the world, and you will still be scrappy enough to say. Hey, Amazon workers, you want to make a couple extra dollars when you're going home, you can take a package home and you let, why is that beneficial? Well, first of all, the worker gets to drive home and takes home a package and makes more money. You, you're a worker of Amazon, so Amazon trusts you with the box mm. and Amazon saves on shipping. Like takes a package home that you bought for something? No, or no, meaning... Just take anything you, you want. You, no. Take it and drop it off. Oh, drop it off someone on your neighborhood. Yeah, wherever. Hey, oh, wow. hey, I gotta drive two miles. I gotta drive ten miles, but I looked in the system and seven houses are on the way. The ten miles. Wow. Let me. Let so you me can make extra money doing that. You they can do make that? extra. Yeah. 
that's pretty smart. I'd be picking up whole truckloads. And it home. wins for everybody, right? But when I look at a when I look at mm. an entrepreneur like Jeff Bezos who does stuff like oh, that, I go, he's still scrappy. He's yeah. still thinking, you know what I mean? Got all this money in the bank, but he's still trying to still, maximize yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he's still scrappy. Who's someone um, that you've been a shark with, whether it be a consistent uh, shark or someone who's come and gone, that maybe you weren't sure about in the beginning, but the, sh- the power shifted over time where you, they did something or you did something to renegotiate the relationship, where you started doing more together, you started to have a respect more for. You know, and nobody's ever asked me that, and I don't think I've ever we're even the, told her. We're on the school greatest, you know. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even tell her, but she's in the book, Bethany, Bethany Frankel. So really? I had met Bethany with one or two other sharks, I forgot when it was, like on backstage at GMA. And I had already seen the show a couple of times, and, you know, of course, they're drinking and cursing at each other. And we say hi, and she just, like, brushes us off and walks mm. by. And and I remember saying to myself, I don't, I don't really like that woman. I don't get a good mm. feeling from her. So when they casted her to come on as a guest shark, I said, I said at first, listen, I don't want to be on the panel with her because I already have this kind of, like, you attitude to her, and it may come up wrong because it'll look like I'm either beating up on a new shark or I'm being too aggressive to a female. Mm, wow. By mistake, they scheduled me to be on with her. <laughs> by mistake or by... No, 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 on purpose. No, by mistake, by mistake. They scheduled me to be on purpose. Oh, no, here's what I'm... Sorry. We all meet at one place for the shark dinner prior to production. I was like, you know, she seems all right, whatever. And then they scheduled me to be on with her. And when I was on with her, brilliant person. Like, she wasn't about herself. She really cared about the entrepreneur, which we all do, but we thought, I thought, I'm not gonna speak for others, that she was gonna come on and be self-absorbed and Mm. do the reality show thing from where she's at. She made fun of herself. She was very, you know, she had a humbleness, a humility. And then when we left that set, she went directly to Mexico for the earthquakes and various other things. And she called all her friends and said, if you got a private jet, do me a favor, pack it up. I got I got supplies and food and whatever the case is, I need these jets for wow. Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. for uh, Mexico. And she spent the next month going out and um, really being there hand to hand and giving people stuff. And I fell in love with her after that. Wow. And, and, and she is like somebody that I, I super admire. Wow, that's cool. Have you guys done deals together, or are you? We haven't done a deal together, but and we're so busy, we can't always catch up. But you know, I, she's offered me to stay o- over at her yeah, home in the Hamptons, great. and and my wife loves her, and she's just she's just an amazing individual. That cool. I, I I walked in the room at first, and I was like, she's an yeah. asshole. Yeah, yeah, you wrote her off, yeah. and then now you're inspired. Now, now she inspired me. Yeah. And who is the person who's taught you the most? Whether it be a, a consistent shark or someone who's come on for a couple episodes. No single shark has taught me the most because um, I learned from all of them. They're all really, really, they all are really fascinating in their space. I think Barbara, though, sometimes is the one that can influence me the most because, really? I, you know, I love marketing and branding, yeah. but I'm a one-trick pony. You know, I'll get it on a celebrity, get it on a famous show or get it on whatever the case is, and then I'll make inventory. Barbara will come with ideas out of nowhere. Just really? Out, I mean, she pulls it out of the air, and they're brilliant ideas, and they're not, they're very rarely are they similar. 
Really? Yeah, they're not a one-trick point thing. She's just, she's just... So she'll think of a creative idea for a specific thing and not yeah. just say, oh, I've got this celebrity who'd be great Correct. for it every time or... Correct. She just, is, she just, wow. She's a genius when it comes to that. Yeah, we had her on. She was great. Did she uh, touch you? No comment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's, a, she's a predator. She's a full, full predator. She's a sweet woman. Her husband's right there when, and he, yeah. he's usually like this. Oh, God. <laughs> No, I think I actually posted that she was on, and I think that was the first thing you texted me. Yeah, she, <laughs> yeah, she'll touch, she'll touch. You. She's great though; I like her a lot. Um, so, power shift. How did you? Do- <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> I'm just remembering your text to me. <laughs> I think you added the dad joke in there as well. <laughs> um, what I like about this, I went through a lot of this. You did? And, yeah, I usually don't read anything. Uh, I was about to say, yeah. But I went through a lot of this, and I'm trying to find the bookmark that I had on one of these pages that I really liked. Is this folding it into the bookmark? No. Um, there's no. one here somewhere. I'll find it. Um, yeah. But what I like is that at the end of every chapter, you talk about these kind of like uh, little bullet points. To break things down. To break people. things down, and I relate that in this book. Now, you've done a bunch of books in the past. Yeah. Why do you need another book? What's the, you know, it's like. So, you know, I think that's a good question. I don't write books to write books, and this is my third one in five years, and me being dyslexic, it is not an easy. <laughs> I know the feeling, it, it, man. It's really not easy. Um, I think that a lot of people out there are misinformed, and they need, they need, um, they need information. And uh, I think if you look at some of, you know, a lot of your books, my books, and various other people, and we happen to know each other, but. I believe that if you read a vast amount of things and you start to see that all these people don't know each other, but they're all saying something very similar, mm-hmm. and if you're applying that to your life, that's how it happened to me by reading uh, Napoleon Hill, Thinking Grow Rich, or yeah. Greatest Salesman of Babylon, or Blue Ocean Strategies, all these, and I started to see these things that come come together. It gives you a, a, a it gives you more power to go out and execute. Sure. So the, the reason I wrote this book is because a lot of people that came up to me and started saying, "I can't get, take control of my life," or they or I've heard people say. Or, or act like somebody else is supposed to issue them power, or somebody mm-hmm. took power away from them. And I realized that people always thought negotiation, first of all, you're negotiating every minute of your life. Yep. You're negotiating to get into the bathroom before your husband or wife, or getting your child Go on the school to, bus. Take yourself to the gym, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're negotiating, Eat something right? something healthy. And, and, I, and, I, and I realized that people always thought negotiation is purely a transactional. When you get to one, you get to the table, I'm sitting across from you, right? And it's not. It's about building influence. Mm-hmm. Then it's transactional, and the transaction needs to be what's in it for the person across the table, not mm-hmm. what's in it for you. And then more importantly, it's it's developing that relationship and letting it grow over the course of time and doing 10, 20, 30, 40 other deals or having 10, 20, 30, 40 other people telling other people how great you are right. to do other deals. Mm. Um, and people always thought that it was like that. So the I influence, up, yeah. Yeah, so I ended up putting in the book. All, a lot of people I respect, a lot of people you may have never heard of, mm-hmm. but Pitbull's in there, Billie Jean King. Um, I just texted Billie Jean before. And, Bill, and Billie Jean, um, um, not Billie, 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 Jean, Billie Jean, Jean King is in the book, and Billie Jean, what's the last Tennis name? player, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but what's Billie Jean? Um, Billie Jean. Marketing. Um, oh, Billie Jean. Uh, from San Diego. Yeah. Because <laughs> I get, this is the stuff kicking mixed in. up, yeah, yeah. yeah this is, Billie Jean King is the tennis player. Right. Billie Jean is who I just texted. Uh, right. Billy Jean is just his name. I, I, I am marketing. Him, I call him, yeah, I call yeah, him Billy yeah. Jean, but. Um, I texted him the page I was reading in here, and um, I have the, the other book I have is marked up, and now I'm remembering the two things I wanted to talk about in here. Um, one is a story about 6X. Now, you don't give yourself enough credit about how creative you are. 
Because you said you're a one-trick pony. You'll just find a celebrity yeah. and put the merch on them and put it on a big show or something. But something you talked about was a story on how when you were getting started out, you started developing 6X t-shirts yeah. with your logo on the back. Which I thought was brilliant because it's the biggest real estate in the club. Yeah, so so, so what happened was... It's amazing. It ha- so, so, so I guess and that's a good point. So the story goes that I didn't have, I didn't have a lot of money for shirts. Um, and I wanted to get, I grew up in Hollis, Queens, and everybody's from Hollis, Queens. L O Cool J, Run DMC, Ja Rule, 50 mm-hmm. Cents, uh, Salt and Pepper, Tribe Called Quest. Uh, J Lo, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, J Lo's not from Queens. <laughs> Where's she from? She's, She's from, from the Bronx. Bronx but, yeah, but, yeah. but a lot of these people from Queens. But I, I could, if I gave you a shirt, you everybody was approaching you. It's just like going up to yeah. an influencer. They didn't want the shirt. I didn't want to give it to the the kids with the funny mustaches and the skateboards <laughs> because they would just wear it once and throw it away. Right. But I realized and that the, the big, big celebrities guys, were probably had it. Oh, oh entourage. Yeah. They had an entourage around. So what did I have to do? I had to build influence. And how did I do that? Well, I had 50 shirts that I could buy. So I bought 50 5X and 6X shirts. I realized the big guys never had fashionable clothes to wear because all they had was like big black shirt, big white shirt, or they'd have to pay a massive amount of money to get it custom made. Mm-hmm. I bought 50 of these shirts. I handed them to all the big guys I knew where I would see. Those big guys ended up being the guys in front of the red rope of the club, the guys who were the bodyguards for people, the guys who were just big billboards and joyous, right? And they would wear the food booth stuff 10 times a month because they finally felt fashionable. Wow. What would happen that at, at that mm. point is after the rappers saw it on these guys for about a year, the rappers would go, yo, what's up, man? Am I shopping with my Where's mine? I'm like, I couldn't get to you. Yo, you're too big of a star. Right, man, right. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to bother. No, no, no. I wear it because they, then they would ask the big guy who normally is like the bodyguard, and he they don't they don't have no, you know, nothing to say to them. They'd be like, Hey, where'd you get that? Where's that little dude that? And the big guy feel good. Uh, I'll see if I, I can got get my you. Guy. I know a I'll, guy. Yeah, I'll see <laughs> if I can get you one. And that is how I started building influence internally. You know, with my customer. That's smart. Yeah. When I read that, I was like, You're more creative than you think. Uh, no, I get it, but but I, I generally narrow myself down to yeah. I'm a numbers person, of and course. at the end of the day, it was numbers to me. It was like they'll wear it ten times every one time. I got uh, somebody else will wear it. There's not many of them, and they're a selected number of group around a selected number of people. Yeah, it's I was smart. more more about the numbers. It's yeah. like, I, when I read that story, I was like, Okay, who are all the assistants? of the most iconic people that I want to know, that I want to interview. Exactly. And what can I send them that will make them be reminded of me? And every time I want to call or say, hey, is... You know, is Oprah ready for the interview or whatever? Yeah, it's like they might push it in a little bit. And and I take it even a step further. You know, some of your digital courses you give mm-hmm. to them, you mm-hmm. give to a bunch of people. And you say you're a part of a select community. I know you're the gatekeeper of these people, but I know that also if you find value in this stuff, not only am I enriching your life, but sooner or later you may say to the people that uh, you work for if it's powerful enough. And say, oh, and yeah. if, if you don't say it to them, then guess what? Maybe you'll give me more information on how to make it better for you and right. give me some real criticism right. that I can do it because you're seeing everything across your plate. Right, I like and that. Creating a select community. The power of six acts, I like that story. And then I read, I think it was in the middle of the book in one of the end parts, I think you were doing research from like all the top universities that said that you should lead with the offer first. Yes. When you're making a negotiation, where I've always heard that you wanna wait for someone to make the offer. Uh, that is a very right? common- Right, not you think that? It's like no, you never want to show your cards. Yeah, I, I, they say that the first, the one who says the number first uh, is the one that loses and things of that nature. I actually like the negotiation part of laying it on the table. Here's where I'm at with this. Here's what I seek. Um, here's what I want. Here's what I want, and here's what value that I could bring to you. Mm. And I think it just takes the, 
it takes the question out of the room. You know. But what if you could have gotten more? Well then, you, well, then you could have gotten it more. But what if, what if you, what if you say something? Somebody, well, we're not even in that ballpark. Right. Right. You can always upsell. You can always right. say, here's here's where I would like to be, and uh, then someone else, and here's what I'm going to give. And they'd be like, ah, oh, well, we want more than that. I'd be like, okay, but I'm, I gave you where I was at, but it mm -hmm. cost me more. Right. It cost me more time or energy or product or inventory or mm -hmm. whatever the case is or relationships. You know. Yeah. Sounded like an online marketer, the upsell word here. Of course. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know, there's only, uh, what, what do they say, there's only uh, three ways to deal with a customer. Acquire a new one, upsell a current one, or make one buy more frequently. It's right. only three ways. Recurring. Yeah. yeah. That's the best way right now. I, I, exactly. What's the best negotiation you feel like you did? Not where you gained the most, but where both parties won the most. Not where you're like, when I, I got When more I negotiated my deal with uh, Bruce and Norman Weiss fell over at Samsung, um, I negotiated out of ignorance, but I got the best deal. At first, I, I was a young kid. I was 19 or 20. They, they interviewed me. They heard about FUBU. They were interviewing various other people because they were thinking about getting into, they were already in the outerwear space, but they wanted to get into the denim ready to wear mm -hmm. space. They interviewed a couple of people. Um, once I got interviewed, they said, we like you. Eh, we think we may do something with you. I called the guys for six months. They never picked up the phone. This is before cell phones were out. I felt insulted, and mm. rightfully so, but also they were looking at other opportunities. It's not uh -huh. their job to answer my call again after that, but I think they should have said, right, right, right. You know, hey, man, we're not interested. I go to the trade show, the Magic Trade Show um, in Vegas. They're sitting at a table, or, or and, I, and, and one of the big buyers from like a store was like, holy shit, is that the FUBU guys? And he talked to his buyer, and they said, you better get those guys. Power and, shift. Right. Now, all of a sudden, my phone's on fire wow. the next day by these guys. I'm like... Huh. Hey, remember <laughs> me? You ain't you ain't even talking to me, boy, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was, I was hungry at the time, and yeah, sure. that's exactly how you talk to you. That's I was like, yo, yo baby boy. So, um, so a normal like a designer deal, I'll call it in in fashion, is generally like if I'm gonna put up all the money and all the resources. We're gonna split this thing yeah, yeah. 25% to you or 30% to you and 70% yeah. to me because I may have a little inventory I gotta get rid of. You don't have any personal guarantees at hand. I gotta deal you're with all this risk. shit. Yeah. I'm taking a lot of risk, but you're making clean money. But because they pissed me off so much, I had said, listen, if I come in tomorrow, we better sign a deal and it better be a real distribution, 50-50 even split deal for the distribution. You guys will handle all the distribution, financing, this and that, and then I'll go ahead and that. And out of ignorance, that became the deal. We've been partners for you know 25 years and we've made massive amount of money, but we always felt where that we could see eye to eye and it was just out of that ignorance. But wow. um, I wouldn't suggest you calling people mother. <laughs> And all that stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't suggest that, but uh, it happened to work in my favor, and um, yeah, and that was the best deal that I've ever received, which That's helped. Right. Now I had a powerhouse behind me that can manufacture mm -hmm. and distribute my clothes, and I created global brand with all with all my partners. That's pretty inspiring. Yeah. What do you think is the greatest thing holding you back from the next level of Damon? Of achieving your dreams, of achieving your success, um, results, fulfillment. What's holding you back? I think time, because I know that I can do anything and accomplish anything I want, but when will I start a more aggressive part of that journey, you know? So it's like, it's kind of like, all right, uh, I'm going to start working out next month. You know what I mean? I know I'm going to be in shape by so forth, but I'm going to start next month, and then I'll be like, ah, one more month, one more month. Don't get me wrong, I'm still knocking out a lot of other goals. Mm -hmm. But then a so, year goes by, and you're like, oh, I said I was going to do this. Right, and, th and then I go. 
Right, but it's the time of preparation to get me ready. Because once I go, like when I forgot about the cancer, once my mind is shifted, I'm done. There's nothing, nothing that can stop me. Wow. So I, I look at it like that. That's the biggest thing holding it back because it's kind of mm. like you're resting up before you run a marathon. And there's so many different marathons in our lives. There's the marathon of health, the marathon of spirituality, yeah. relationships, of Business. am I doing enough to to stop some of these atrocities mm -hmm. out in the world mm -hmm. because I'm a public person. So a lot of those things are, yeah. you know, th that's really it, it's the time. If you could imagine the greatest version of yourself walking towards you, imagine Damon, perfect version of you that's yeah. literally walking up towards you. Yeah. What would that, what would he look like? What would his energy be when you're looking at yourself? His energy would be, he would be skinnier. His energy would be great. He would be um, he would be kind, uh, but informative, but also stern and 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 tell you when you're you know when, when if you ask, uh, be very mm -hmm. real with you about advice. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I'm, I'm I think I'm I, I think I'm living the person that I want to be right yeah. now. You know, um, I'm I'm very happy with who yeah. I am. Yeah, just gotta start working out a little more. Start working out a little bit more. Yeah, of course. You know? But I'm, I'm getting old. So what happens is my blew uh, my shoulder. Yeah. I got I got to go and get some stem cells done oh. because that's the problem, right? Yeah, man. And it creates a, a vicious. It takes cycle. time, and you got to heal, and you got to recover. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. hear you, man. Um, well, a couple final questions for you, and I think I asked you this last time, but I want to ask it again. Yeah. And see, we'll reflect back on and see if it's the same answers or not. So this is called the three truths. Yeah. So imagine. It's your last day on earth many, many years from now. Yeah. You're 500 years old. You're as old as you want to be, but then eventually you got to go. Right. And you've accomplished everything. Yeah. You've seen your kids grow up to do amazing things. You've done amazing things. You've written every book you want to write. The business has been successful, but you've got to take all the content you've created with you to the next place. I got to take everything? The books, the yeah. video, this interview, it's gone. Sure. It goes with you to the next place you go to, right? The mm -hmm. next world. Um, but you get to leave behind three things you know to be true from all the lessons you've learned that you would share with the rest of us here on Earth. And this would be the only three things that we have to, to remember you by are these three lessons for our life. Yeah. Like to Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate. Pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. All your three truths. What would you say are yours? That I would leave with other people that they have to constantly educate, keep educating themselves. Mm -hmm. And that education means finance, health, uh, you know, spirituality. Mm hmm Keep learning. Keep learning. Yep. Right. Number two is that they have to steal away time for themselves mm. at any given moment with themselves and with their family. Um, 
because you never know when you're going to leave or somebody else is going to leave you. Mm. And number three would probably be just really learn as much as you can to forgive and to love. Hmm. I think I think those would be the three. Why forgive? Because people are growing all the time, and you may be you may be in a situation where you have to forgive somebody who did something, but they didn't know that what they were doing to you, or whatever the case is, and or you may you you want to be forgiven as well, right? And how can you have love if you can't forgive, right? Mm. And so you know, so whether it's with your family or whether with your friends or something else like that, the harbor and the hate and things of that nature will just eat you alive. I think. What was the thing that was the hardest for you to forgive in your life? My father left when I was 10 years old. I never would see or speak to him again. Um, and he came back in my life. Well, he's around uh, about three years ago. Wow. Um, and, but I'm- You didn't speak to him until then? Right, because my, my sisters who didn't know I was alive found me when I was, so they're 27 years old. Holy and cow. She found out that I was, I knew that they were alive, but they didn't know I was alive. And now she's, now I love her to death and I have a new form of love in my life. I never knew how, I was, I was an only child. I never knew the love of a sister and a brother, right? You were an only child, now you have a sister and a brother? No, I had two sisters. This no, was three years sisters. ago? Yeah. You met them? Ago. Yeah, we hang out all the time. Um, so for almost 40 years, you didn't... No. What? Years. Yeah. Um, I forgave my father a long time ago by going, I wouldn't be the man that I would be if he Without was... That, yeah. Well, yeah, if, if I didn't have to do that. That wasn't like true forgiveness fully, was it? Yeah. It was in a sense. I mean, even now, I don't speak to him. I, I, I told him, I said, there was really nothing for us to really right. talk about. Like, you knew where I was all that time. Right. And, but I'm also happy that you are, you raised these two women to be great women. And maybe when you got divorced from my mother, it was just a different time in the world mm -hmm. where you were growing up. I mean, it's just what what had happened, right? right? right. My mother my mother also uh, has lived a really great life with, you know, and she so she wasn't suffering per se. Sure. I mean, of course, we suffered economically. Um, but it was really wow. about just not harboring something. Because if I see him, I don't, I don't have it's, any ill will. Yeah. yeah, I don't have any ill you will. You don't need to hang out with him. I, I don't need to hang out with him. Yeah, yeah well, you know. Um, wow. I think that that forgiveness was was is something that wow. everybody should should get to understand. Yeah. When did you feel like you were able to finally forgive and let go of that kind of anger or frustration towards him? How old were you? Towards him. Well, yeah. that happened once I became no, no. I I I, uh, I I forgave him probably about uh, probably about when I was twenty five. Mm. I didn't have anything at the moment, still no money, no nothing. But I realized that I still had all this opportunity in my life, and that that's just what it was. People come, people go. You wow. know what I mean? Um, I held, held nothing against them in that case. Wow. You know, I could have found I I could have I could have hired a detective and found him for the last twenty years very easily. You chose not to. I chose not to. I mean, he made a conscious decision to do that. Whatever led him to that decision was up to him. I have, uh, you know, I, you know, and, and that's that's one thing to think about with power shift. You know, whatever whatever the case is, whatever circumstance you're in, if you're watching right now, that's a circumstance. You know, listen. I was born. I was born black and dyslexic. Mm -hmm. Neither one of those are going to change. Right. Right. So let me get over it and do what I got to do. So when you're making excuses that dad left or I got left back in school or I didn't have any money or I'm black or I'm short or I'm a woman or I'm I, I, I I'm LGBT. It is what it is, right? So now you got to move forward, and now you have to first of all negotiate with yourself and understand why are you worth something and why are you special? Because every mm -hmm. one of us are, mm -hmm. and then how are you going to share that with other people? Make them go, "Fuck, I want you in my life because 
we're gonna we're gonna make some money. We're gonna have some yeah. fun, or we're going to have grow a grow a great yeah. family together. Make an impact. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is. I love this man. That's a mm -hmm. great story. Yeah, I, I, uh, you know what? I never told anybody publicly. Yeah, yeah. that's a powerful story. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Make sure you guys get this book. I got one question left for you, but make sure you guys get Power Shift. Powerful book. I truly don't read many books, but I went through this. Went through a lot of it. Didn't finish all of it, but I went through a lot of it. Thank I really like the stories. Yeah, really like the stories. Really like um, the lessons. Simple too, you know. Dyslexic guys like us, we need to make simple things you don't, you don't, you, in yeah, the world. I, I, you can't complicate. I, I can't concentrate on the overly yeah. super scientific, technical books. That's it. Transform any situation, close any deal, and achieve any outcome. By Damon John, make sure you check it out. Uh, you can get anywhere books are sold. Is there also a link online we can get this, or with any other resources? Amazon, or? all that stuff. Um, okay, yeah, cool. I mean, everywhere. And uh, where? Where's There's the gonna be audio book too, just so Ooh. for the people like you and I who. Yeah, are you reading it? No. The audiobook? <laughs> it's hard. Are you reading out loud? No, no, no. I, this Recording? is my third audiobook, and um, Sway, um, oh, he's reading. He, he reads all my books. That's I come on there. I come on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, this guy is a, a legendary uh, uh, broadcaster. But I, I'm, I'm sprinkled throughout the That's book. That's great. So the first, you'll always hear me say, listen, here's the first chapter. By the way, the reason I'm not uh. reading it is because you would be here for nine weeks. <laughs> so It took I'm, me like six <laughs> days to read it. Even though I wrote it, it's like over uh, and over. It is it's painful, so hard, man. man. It, is, it, is like, it, is, it is challenging. That's yeah. great, man. Well, I acknowledge you, Damon, for, uh, for constantly showing up, for oh, making you, the decision to choose... Uh, Love, choose forgiveness, choose life, yeah. even when the situation with the, the cancer was a little scary, for choosing your family, for uh, just constantly showing up with a big heart, man. I try, man. And I acknowledge you for your dad jokes as well. <laughs> the final question, what's your definition of greatness? Oh, the definition of greatness is, uh, I, I think knowing that you have challenged yourself and you've gotten to wherever you are in life and you left nothing on the field. Mm and that you accepted who you are. And sometimes, unfortunately, you could be ugly and, and, and you may have foul intentions and stuff. I can't, I, I'm not here to one to give you a moral code. Mm. I just want you to be the best or the worst, unfortunately, that you wanna be because you're the only one who has a blueprint for yourself and you're the only one who's gonna have to look yourself in the face when, you're, when your time comes, yeah. Oh man, Damon John, thanks brother. Right, Appreciate man. you, man. Thank you. Thank you. There you have it, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode with The Shark, the New York Times bestseller, the inspiring entrepreneur, the motivational speaker, Damon John. If you enjoyed this, especially the last 15 minutes, oof, I love how Damon really went deep and opened up at the end. For me, that was the most inspiring part. If you enjoyed this, please share it with a friend, lewishouse.com slash 928. Text someone. Send it to a group chat. Send it to anyone you can think of that would be inspired by this message a friend a family member someone who loves shark tank an entrepreneurial friend some crazy person with a crazy idea whoever it may be that you know send them this link or just copy and paste the link over on the apple podcast or spotify podcast and share it with them right there again a big thank you if this is your first time here welcome to the school of greatness we bring you the greatest minds in the world from all walks of life to help you live a better life this is our mission to impact humanity and living a better life. And I thank you for taking the time to be here. If you've been here many times before, you know the drill. Thank you so much. Your time, your attention is valued. I'm so grateful for you. I appreciate you so very much. As Benjamin Franklin said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. So congratulations on making a great investment in yourself. Knowledge, 
free knowledge to help you continue to pay dividends in the future. Hope you feel loved today. I hope you feel supported. I hope you know you are not alone. I'm so grateful for you. And you know what time it is. It's time to go out there and do something great. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they, they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's Omri certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can start your day off right. When you find a professional on Angie to get your plumbing right first. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.